Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a monthly podcast series about interesting Ukrainians around the world and topics of interest to Ukrainians. Today's guest for our episode is Ulyana Skitska, who is a broadcast journalist with Channel 24 in Ukraine. Welcome, Ulyana. How are you? Hello, Michael. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for uh, agreeing to be interviewed today on Krenitsia. My pleasure. So we're talking because I'm very interested in this book that you wrote. I guess it was in it was published in 2018. And the name uh-huh. of the book in Ukrainian is Hashtag Nashi, Nakaratisvitu, and in English, Hours on the Map of the World. And, right. And in reading a little bit about you in various articles, I understand that this was an offshoot of what you were doing with programming on Channel 24, that you actually uh-huh. had a program called Hashtag Nashi. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But before we get started on that... Uh, I'd like to ask you something about your personal and your professional background. A little bit about your personal background, where you were born, where you went to school, and then on the professional side, how you became involved in broadcast journalism. Okay, so um, I live currently in Lviv. Like, that's my that's my beloved city. But actually, I was born in Russia because my father is a... Um, was a military military officer, and after he studied in Latvia, he was sent to some uh, military spot in Russia to serve there. But after the Ukraine got the the independence, uh, he was asked if he wants to come back, and he said, "Of course, he he wants." So he and my mother went back to Ukraine, and since then. Since that time, it's uh, like 1993, we live in Ukraine, in our, yeah, in Ukraine. Um, As for my professional background, I've studied um, English, philology uh, at the university, in Lviv University, but um, haven't, actually have never worked as a teacher or I only seldom use my English knowledge, you know, I always wanted to work at television. It was like a, my dream from the childhood. I guess after watching Oprah Winfrey show, I was so amazed by her and how vivid her stories were, how bright her interviews were. So I thought that that's what I also want to do in my life. And I got to broadcast, um, you know, by accident I just um, my friend of mine uh, he knew that I was uh, a fan of Oprah Winfrey and he just once said that they are looking for someone at 24 news channel and I brought my CV without any um, any diploma in journalism and I was taken uh, I got the job and so now that's the eight years that I work there. And are you working at Channel 24 in Lviv? Right. Because I understand Channel 24 is broadcast throughout all regions of Ukraine. Yep, yeah, that's a national TV channel. But it has two offices, like two major offices in Kiev, of course, Kiev and in Lviv. And is it primarily a, a news channel? Because I understand that it, it 
broadcast 24 hours, which is where the 24 yeah, comes. Right, uh, that is news channel, but uh, they also have, you know, such um, infotainment content. And that's where I'm in. So I don't prepare the news, but I look for some interesting topic that may interest our viewers. And so how did this program, Hashtag Nashi, come about? Well, actually, on the channel, uh, the program was called Made in Ukraine, but the compilation of all these best heroes that went under the name of Nashi Hours. It, it was uh, five years ago that my editor came to me and said, like, um, I'd like you to prepare a, a program about uh, a show, small show about um, famous Ukrainians. It should last for two or three months, so just prepare, I don't know, so 12, 12 names, 12 problem, programs. And I thought, well, it's not going to be that long, so I'm not going to tell about uh, Shevchenko, Klitschko, Ruslana, or some very prominent names that, that come to your mind at first. I thought, I guess I'll be looking for something more interesting, something unknown. And so I started look, searching. And when after two months, I said, is the project over? She said, no, I think it, lo it, it goes so well. So can you do further? And that's how it ended in five years. <laughs> We've made like more than 500 of such programs. That's incredible. And yeah. so how did the idea for the book come about? You know, after having like um, 400 programs, my husband said, like, you know what? I think um, you should you should make, you should gather all your favorite heroes in one book because, you know, in internet and in TV, it's all, it's always scattered. The program, um, the viewer can miss the program or um, it can get less views in internet, in YouTube. So, and the, the hero will be underestimated. He said, you should bring them all together, tie them all together in one book so that no one is get lost again. And that's how it's all started. And I understand that in the book you have 80 people that you talk about, but there were a lot more than that that didn't make it. So how many overall, when you decided to put the 80 in the book, how many overall did you research? Actually, we wanted to make 100 because that's a nice figure. Right. It sounds nice. But after um, after we started to my designer, and actually all the 100 people were prepared with photos, with text, with uh, design. And after our designer said, like, you know what? I have bad news. That book is going to have 800 pages <laughs> if, we, if we get everything that we want. And that was, um, that was a big meeting in the publishing house because we were sitting and thinking, oh, God, what shall we do? The book shouldn't be too, too thick. Like, People can get a bit scared of uh, of all that amount of pages and, and and stuff. So we said, okay, we don't want to make this story shorter. We don't want to get rid of some photos that we are so uh, amazed by them and that we were, we struggled for them. So let's 
put some names out of the book and it was very difficult because like one one fifth of all the my beloved heroes were supposed to to get out and who was that like for example it was it was Kvitkatsisek only because i thought well i think that as a journalist i didn't manage to find some new information like i was not happy with the with, with that text because although i was uh, researching for a long time um mailing with her husband getting the photos from him i yeah i was i was not satisfied and i thought okay if there's nothing new then then i should leave kvitkatisek out unfortunately uh, that's a pity and because i i don't know if you realize she was very famous here in the Ukrainian American community. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And maybe, you know, I wanted for it was important for me to to surprise people. I knew that I cannot surprise people with Kvitkatisek. She is well known. And for me it was more important to bring someone less known but with huge uh, achievement, life achievement. I thought it's more it's more fair. Understood. So the people that you have in your book, the 80 who are mentioned, mm -hmm. are artists, inventors, athletes, musicians, scientists, and so forth. Yep. And, and I have the list here that I'm looking at, and, and they range from people like Ilya Repin, who of course was a very famous painter, to Nikifor, who mm -hmm. was a Lemko Ukrainian artist, Alexander Arkhipenko, who was a famous Ukrainian architect, I guess early 20th century. Sculpture. Yeah, and then we get into people like Steven Spielberg. Right. And and how did you find out the, <laughs> back, was, the background on Steven Spielberg? I was highly criticized for that, <laughs> I must say. Like, um, every time journalists say, like, what? the hell is this <laughs> and i say guys um my role was to not to bring all the ukrainians with blood but i i do say that i also want to bring all the people that have connection with the ukraine and whose roots are in ukraine when i was very i really was uh, had a lot of doubts if i should bring uh, Steven Spielberg in the book, although he, he has roots in Ukraine, his uh, grandfather was from Khmelnytska Oblast, and that's well documented, and he, this, uh, the director himself, he talks about it, and he was filming here documentaries in Ukraine, and I thought, well, I should ask him just if he wants to be in that list, and unfortunately, I didn't find the his email, but I found the email of his sister, and I wrote her, like, hello, I am Uliana Skitska, and I'm making such a project, and I know that your grandfather was from Ukraine, and would you mind if your family story would be included in such a book? And she, and she answered me, yes, that sounds great, do that, I congratulate you with such a great idea. And that was such a relief for me. And I, 
And every time when I wrote to some relatives or to some organizations, or I always have that fear that someone's going to tell me, well, okay, yes, his, his father or her grandfather, he did, well, he, yes, he, he was born in Ukraine, but you shouldn't um, get him to your list. And I was never, ever in all that year answered like that. Never. So I thought that these people, you know, it's natural because they, the roots are Ukrainian. So, so we do have the right to call them our, not to call them Ukrainian, but to call them our. We would call them people of Ukrainian descent. Right. Yeah, right. I call it our. <laughs> So what about Ed Koch, the former mayor of New York City, who is now deceased? How did you find out about his Ukrainian yeah. roots? Um, actually, it, it was uh, it was mentioned in his interviews, and it was always like that. Like if you're looking for that person in, in Ukrainian language and in, in Russian language, you will always read that. He's American, he was born there and there. And when you research in English and you bring the words to Google, like American in Western tradition to remember the, the roots, to, to indicate where the, where the family comes from. And in Ukraine, it's not. You always start just from, from where you were born. You never tell of course, it has to be the reason because uh, all, all Americans have some roots, but still, it, it's never a problem to find the, the origin of uh, famous people. It is always somewhere indicated in biographies, in, uh, in articles, in interviews. People are ready to talk about that. Unfortunately, we're out of time, Ulana, but I have one last question for you. I'd like to yep. know who was the your favorite among all of the 80 people that you included in the book. <laughs> yes, um, there is one. I, uh, I couldn't sleep when I got to know that. That's, for me, uh, that's Anton Omalchenko from, from the beginning of the uh, 20th century. He was born in Poltava region. And he was a groom, so he was uh, looking after horses, and he was a jockey also. And that that man managed to get to uh, Robert Scott expedition, and he went in 1910. He he went from uh, Vladivostok to New Zealand, where he met Robert Scott from Britain and on the ship of Terra Nova he went to um, to Antarctica and with, together with the team of uh, explorers he also tried to reach the South Pole that expedition didn't manage to do that but I was you know I was so amazed to read that because when I was at school, we were not told about, we were told about uh, Robert Scott expedition, but we were never told that there was a Ukrainian among them and that there is a video where Anton Omelchiko is dancing Hopak 
uh, on that footage. And he, how they are playing f- football uh, over there uh, on the island. You know, and I thought, oh gosh, this is 1910, and that guy has seen more than I have already seen. He has been, he has went around uh, you the whole continent, like really from Vladivostok to uh, Hong Kong to uh, to Australia, then New Zealand, then uh, Antarctica, then back to London, and again back to his village in Ukraine. That's that's insane, and I do hope that that story is from now will be will be uh, well known. And actually, his uh, his grandson and great grandson also are the members of um, you know Bernatsky Station, the Ukrainian Polar Center, and so that's a whole dynasty of. Uh, Antarctic um, people. Ulyana, that's a great story. It's a great way to end up the conversation today. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I have been speaking with Ulyana Skitska, who is a broadcast journalist with Channel 24 in Ukraine. She's based in Lviv. And uh, she was involved with a program there called Made in Ukraine about famous Ukrainians, but she also wrote a book in Ukrainian called hashtag Nashina Karatisvitu, Hours on the Map of the World. Thanks so much, Ulyana. Thank you, Michael. It was my pleasure. And this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a monthly podcast series about interesting Ukrainians around the world and topics of interest to Ukrainians. Until next time, that's all for now.